Hello and welcome to Bothering Strangers with Max Hearing. I'm Max Hearing, and today we have our first show with two guests. And those two guests are Landon Campbell and Michael Holmes uh, of the In Their 20s podcast. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Super excited. Yeah, we're doing great. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you got, So you guys started this podcast in the pandemic in their 20s, uh, like in, in the summer. Mm-hmm. And it's you've, you've had you've had some insane guests so far. I mean, you've had just to, just to name like a couple, uh, Beto O'Rourke. I wrote down, I wrote this down. Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> I, I don't I forget things. Yo, I guess you know Gary Vaynerchuk's younger brother AJ Vaynerchuk, who was very involved with Gary Vaynerchuk's company, Gary V's yep. company, uh, Tim Hardaway Senior, the NBA Hall of Famer. You've had like a, a bunch, and that's just like a couple, you know. Yeah. And it's been all over the place. So what? So before we even get into that, what was like? So you guys know each other from college, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So what? What made you guys want to be like? Well, yeah, let's let's do this podcast in their twenties. I feel like it's uh, always been something in the background that we've always spoken about. Like how fun would it be to create a podcast? Um, but I mean, you know, the times that we've had those conversations, we'd also be like, okay, like what the hell would we talk about? Um, you know, because you know, with the podcast, you want to be unique. You want to um, create something that people want to listen to. Um, but there are just so many subjects to talk about, so many different things. Um, and we didn't really come up with our idea until, uh, you know, the pandemic came, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, we created in their 20s as a result of COVID-19. Uh, we noticed just this trend of people losing their jobs, and there was just so much sadness and negativity and questions about what the hell I need to do in my 20s and where I need to go and, like, you know, just stress. And people are still seeing that today. Um because we're not completely fine yet. Um, you know, we're still seeing a lot of, you know, people struggle and to find jobs and find work. So we wanted to be able to create something that, you know, could send back positivity, give people advice that they need. Um, and the best way to do that has been by speaking with influential people about what they did in their twenties, a very pivotal time in your life uh, and just sharing that with people. That may have been the most professional answer I've ever heard. <laughs> uh okay so i mean i i think the idea is great i like when i first saw i I don't don't know if it was on linkedin i don't know where i saw it i was like i was like so a podcast designed for like young kind of gen z millennial maybe you know young or yeah just maybe like back end of millennials uh who who was who came up who initiated it was it michael were you the one who initiated like the whole the whole podcast like okay this is what we're gonna do um, honestly, I think it was more of a collaboration. Uh, me and Lennon had worked on things in the past and we kind of just wanted, you know, we're like, how do we do something right now? Because we had this one idea and it un- unfortunately had fallen through just because, you know, we couldn't do things in person anymore. And uh, we're like, okay, what can we do? What What is out there that is is possible for us to do right now? So we started to think through ideas and we thought about, you know, a lot of people in their 20s right now who may not know where to go or what to do. So we, we decided, you know, let's make this podcast. That's that's really how we came up with it. And we, we did do it uh, kind of together, so. That's me, Michael. I, I don't know what I'm doing right now. And you said, I was like, oh man, that's living my life. Oh, wow. Uh, so, I mean, you guys, you guys were lucky enough. You guys are both employed at the moment, right? Yes. So your jobs Correct, didn't fall, yes. you're, you're, you, you, you were proactive about it unlike me and you like got jobs and and then like they didn't like fairly or anything um yeah i mean it wasn't like we got jobs as a result of the pandemic we already knew um you know, right we 
be doing um, before this crazy thing happened that no one expected. Um, so, you know, we were fortunate in that and we do appreciate our current employers. But since we did have a little extra free time you know, on the weekends, especially since we weren't going out as much, um, you know, this is a perfect thing to do. So, I mean, was it, did you, did you, per, did you guys personally feel like that kind of like sense of being lost? Cause like, I feel like even if you do a job and you know, even if, you know, you may be making steady income in your twenties, there still is a sense of like, who am I? What am I doing? Like, like, you know, do I want this job as a career? So did you guys also kind of have that feeling like maybe it would also help us if we kind of were able to, were able to tap in with people like oh, that? hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Um, you know, from every single interview we have, um, you know, we're, we're fortunate to be speaking with these great people. We learn something new every single day. Um, so not only are we trying to share good advice uh, for others, uh, you know, the personal stuff that we've learned uh, throughout this journey about creating a business, creating a podcast, you know, building your brand from people that we've had on um, has been immensely gratifying and super helpful for us on this journey. Um, and it's also been an uncertain journey for us too. I mean, you know, starting work or full-time jobs, like out of, the office remote. I mean, we've, we all have to do that too. Um, so it's not like, cause we had these jobs, um, you know, we've had everything figured out now. I mean, this podcast is very helpful for our growth as well. Um, and we're just really looking forward to what's to come. Who was, who was that one guest for you guys? We were like, we're like, you reached out to him or her and you didn't, you didn't think it was going to happen, but like it did happen. Who was, who was that first guest for you guys? Landon, do you recall? Um, you know, like the biggest guest we've had or just like an unexpected one that we weren't, um, you know, even thinking that person would say yes. He said, yeah, first first one that we kind of were like, we didn't see this coming. Yeah, um, it's honestly probably a good sign that we're having trouble answering this because we've had some pretty cool people on. Yeah, um, I it's a great say, sign. I, mean, I remember vividly, yeah, um, I remember vividly receiving that um, AJ Vaynerchuk email. Um, Gary V's younger brother, um, just because I mean, you know, I've, I've followed his company for a long time, really respect what him and his brother have built. Um, and that was uh, just another one that we kind of sent out, um, you know, not expecting to hear back. Um, but I do remember it because we heard back in 10 minutes later. And that's like no exaggeration. He legit emailed like 10 minutes after I sent this long email. I uh, for sure didn't read the whole thing, but um, maybe even less than 10 minutes, but I mean, yeah, I do remember just calling Michael after we received that one. I was just like, wow, um, really cool. Um, I think a big part of it was just the fact that we, um, you know, could cite some of the past interviews that we had in that, um, you know, we've being able to say we've had better work and Broadway senior, uh, raises eyebrows for sure. Um, and of course, like the other guests we've had too, but, um, you know, that's something that we struggled with at the beginning. Um, because we didn't have, we didn't really have a platform. We didn't have much. And we're asking all these influential people to come on and they're like, okay, like, you know, um, what value is this going to give me? So, I mean, to be able to have a, a nice, you know, inventory of awesome people that we've had come on, that's helped us a lot. And the AJ Vaynerchuk example um, just stands out to me. I would yeah, even Michael. say that, that, that first uh, interview we had with like a very large person was uh, it was a uh, I don't know that uh, that first interview we had with the uh, very large person uh, oh it was uh, oh why can't I think of their name 
Oh, Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, it was with Beto O'Rourke. And uh, I don't know why that was just uh, missing my mind there. Uh, but even when we had him on, it was just uh, incredible to see like how far we had come. It, it had obviously been pretty close to us starting, but it was still like, you know, it was definitely a person that we were like, we can't believe we got him. Uh, and it truly was amazing to have someone like that on and kind of kick off this this road we've had this year. Yeah. For, I, I think when I saw Bit O'Rourke, I was like, oh man, they're they're like they're really legit. Because <laughs> like as a very as a very like, what is it for me that for me like it's Tim Delaghetto, easy. Like I I sent him, yeah. I was I was like, there's okay. no way he's responding to this and whatever you know what happened, but I was like, Bit O'Rourke, that's that's serious. So who uh what when you guys. I mean, if you like, if, if myself or the, or the viewer were, were to like just look at who they've had as guests on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever, you'd see like a diversity of different people in terms of like their backgrounds. So, do you guys like just kind of text back like, oh, what about this person? What about this person? What's the process being like into who you reach out to? Yeah, um, you know, we made it evident from the early days that we need to have different people, different voices, people that look different, people that have different backgrounds, um, because we didn't want to have like two interviews that were too similar. Um, so especially when we started, you know, we had goals of, okay, we need to get something, someone from this industry and that industry. Um, and actively ever since we started to this day, uh, we're constantly looking for unique stories. You know, there's a lot of people that will reach out to us asking to come on. Um, you know, some we kind of have to push to the side um, because after hearing their story, it's a little, you know, too similar to what we have so far. Um, we've noticed that, especially in the early days, you got to really just diversify as much as you can. Um, speak with different people, um, very different from yourself, too. You know, we don't want anybody to come on that's, you know, exactly like us. Um, so we've really made it important to speak with, yeah, some politicians, athletes, celebrities, chefs, doctors, um, executives. Um, as many different stories that we can tell so we can faithfully say that uh, for everybody that wants to watch in their 20s there's an interview for you uh that led me to my next question i was i I wrote this down even so you know it's serious uh (laughs) how well with with the name of your podcast being in their 20s i feel like you're you're at risk of falling to like the niche like you know only for people who are like 20 two to 26, you know, something like that, like young professionals. So how do you not do that? How do you, how do you like kind of keep a broader audience and and not get too niche with your, with your crowds? Um, I think we kind of gather people both below and above that line. Uh, There's people above who really just want to see how did this person come about? So for example, we were speaking uh, with the interview we have coming out, we have, Uh, a restaurateur who was talking about how he did all these things in his 20s and one time he had this like group of people at his restaurant and how it was kind of like it's just kind of different because he was talking about how these people came in and it was this experience that he had but it's kind of like things like those that make a bigger different experience for our viewers you know so that could be really something for someone in their 40s, 30s, you know, below their 20s. There's a lot of information out there that we have that could really go any way. It could uh, be just like a story that they're telling about their 20s that's super interesting. It could also be something that, you know, they think that it's something very useful to everyone. So it's because most of the time they'll even quantify in in our podcast, 
you know, this isn't necessarily advice for people in their 20s, but it is advice for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. I'll even add on to that. Um, you can do something special with your life at any age. You know, you can do something special in your 30s and your 40s and your teens, um, you know, in your 80s. It really doesn't matter. But I mean, I will say, and Michael and I really, um, you know, agree with this, and this really goes into our brand. The 20s is just such like an, it's a pivotal moment and such an interesting moment in your life. You know, you're getting out of college for the first time. You're entering the real world. Um, you're making so many mistakes. You're taking risks. Uh, you don't have a family. You don't have a mortgage usually a lot of times. So you're able to do a lot of these cool things. Um, that's something that we all have in common. I mean, again, you have people like Samuel Jackson who didn't really make his big break until he was like in his 40s or something. And then you have people that we've interviewed who, you know, became multimillionaires in their teens. So what I'm saying though is, no matter where you are, where you are in your life, uh, successful, not successful, however you view yourself, it's really clear to say that the 20s, you know, so much can happen in this 10 year window. Uh, and those are the stories that we are trying to share. Uh, you know, it's not for just people in their 20s, uh, but we are sharing stories of people, um, you know, in their 20s. I feel like people forget that advice tends to work for a lot of groups, you know, like it may be pushed to one group but it tends not all the time but it tends to work for like essentially everyone on yeah. some level and no, and 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 that's and that's and people go, oh it's not for me well it's advice like i think we can always use advice in life because we forget yeah great 100 percent. yeah and we definitely do have that older set of viewers that kind of look at our content and that's what they look at it for they maybe it's how they came into it is maybe it's a person they know or so when they, you know, know through something and they kind of come into our content and they see like, oh, you know, this is actually something I might kind of like. So. Do you, did you guys have the issue at first when you were like, you know, uh, I'm not the, necessarily the most seasoned podcasters right now, but when you were like really at the beginning where, you know, you would ask these questions to people and you'd be like, what do you think about this? Or give advice to this group, whatever it may have been. And you were expecting like this super deep, like philosophical answer where they like pour their heart and soul into it. And then you ended up getting like, so like, yeah, all you should do is be consistent. Did you have something like that? Damn. Um, I'm trying to think back. That's a good question, isn't it? It's is a great question. Thank you. Um, <laughs> another one of those different we were... questions to answer, though, because I can't think of one. I don't know. What do you think, Michael? Me, the only time I can really think about what he's talking about is our first podcast remember when we you know had like come up with a bunch of different questions we wanted to ask and then he's kind of like oh you know this but it was really just that first that first go through where yeah. he we had these list of questions and he was like oh well some of these you know they don't necessarily apply to me and we're yeah. like all right we got it um <laughs> after that we kind of knew like okay we got to kind of do this with the questions we kind of got to do this uh so it's kind of like catered to the person but also you know, something that everybody would want to listen to. Yeah, because when we started, we had, um, and now I'm kind of remembering it a little better. Uh, when we started, we had standard questions that we were just going to ask everybody. Oh, wow. Uh, not unique about, um, you know, like the person. Not specific, not specific to them. Not specific, which is the red flag. Um, right. Because that, you know, kept us from doing a lot of research on these people. Um, and, you know, that really led us to need to you know, individualize and focus um, each interview on you know, that person. So I'd say now we're at a point where we uh, do a bunch of research on the individuals. Um, we have, you know, a set of questions that 
are very specific, but I mean, you know, we're often on script. I mean, we don't stick too much with that um, because at the same time, uh, we're listening to these people and they're sharing their own stories. So their stories will lead to new questions, yada, yada, yada. Um, so we try and uh, just keep them specific, non-specific as much as we can now. Uh, are you guys are you guys ready to get controversial? Sure. <laughs> All right. So I, I like to throw it out at random times. All right. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw a set of questions. You can make them short or long answers. Okay. Uh, it's What's probably the Is it one at a time or you want to hear from both of us? You got, they're going to be for like, it's like individual answers for both you landed and Michael as well. Okay. So then, I mean, they're good. They, they range in controversy as well. So don't okay. be too worried. <laughs> okay. First <laughs> is who you've had a lot of guests. Who was your favorite guest? Shit. Is this timed by the way? Or... <laughs> I mean, you know, no, I'm not, I'm not out of your time in it, but it's, it's, it's supposed to be like an off the dome type question. Michael, you can go if Landon doesn't have an answer as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I have one, like, right away. It's Chef Mike was uh, one of my favorites. Uh, nothing to do with my career, nothing to do with anything like that. So super interesting how it falls into kind of my genre, right? Uh, I had just, I had known him previously, um, not like physically known him, just know of him. And uh, it was pretty amazing to see, you know, how he got to where he is and like what he's doing now uh, and what he did back then. And it was really interesting to kind of just see that and see what advice he had for people in their 20s. And yeah, I mean, Chef Mike's a pretty amazing person overall. Yeah, that was a really good one. Are you taking his answer, Landon? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just commenting saying it was a good one. Um, but my favorite, um, his name is Darius Fleming. Um, so he is a former NFL athlete, Super yes. Bowl, well, uh, one with the Patriots, played with the 49ers. Um, amazing, you know, linebacker, sports player. Um, but, you know, career, um, you know, finished up with that and he was just really confused about, okay, like, what do I need to be doing now? Um, you know, what does that pivot look like? So he did transition over to corporate America and that was the focus on a lot of the interview. Um, you know, speaking about Yes's NFL days, but more about the transition into, you know, what he's working on now at a startup and um, worked at LinkedIn also, like right after the NFL. So what that transition was like. And um, I know not everybody that listens um, will have won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady and have played in the NFL. But I, I love the interviews um, that we have where, um, you know, people are sharing their own stories and ways that they did something. And like it can really be applied to the everyday person, whatever that looks like. Um, you know, we've seen that with a lot of our athletes, for sure, um, where you can relate so many sports stuff to, um, you know, actual real life. So that was a really interesting one. Yeah, so some of my, like, most interesting reasons, in my opinion, and this is not to take away from other interviews, is that uh, are the ones where I just I just learn stuff that I did not expect to learn. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, like, they're really versed in an area that, like, you just didn't realize. So my next question is, who were you the most nervous for previously, um, like leading up to the interview? Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke, your politics head over there? 100%. Well, oh, you, oh, you were because of politics. I would say Beto is probably our oh, first. Oh, not for the politics. Uh, more just because, you know, it was a big, big person, and I felt like we were still new. Um, and yeah, that, that, was, that was really early on. Yeah, no, it was good. I, everything went fine. I just knew the impact that it was going to have. Like, you know, people were, would be like, like yourself, like, oh, shit, look at what these guys are doing. Um, so I just really wanted to make sure everything was perfect with that one. 
I would I would have to say the same. I would say Beta was probably like our first major, you know, just major person on the podcast who was there to to help us. But you know, I don't know if he necessarily knew how new we were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Right, exactly, exactly. So he might have been expecting uh, more, expecting, you know, whatever he was expecting. But uh, well, thankfully, we were able to pull through with a, a nice yeah. podcast for him. It was awesome. Just just to relate to you guys, uh, I, I feel like there have definitely been a couple guests I've had where, like, they haven't, they've just been, like, I just, like, reached out to them and the people, and like, yeah, and they didn't research my podcast because if they did, they would have been, like, the ROI is not here. Like, this is not <laughs> this is not the right use of my time, like, with, 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 the, with the crowd he has. Who, who, who's, who's like the peak guest? Who's the one where you're like, perfect world when we, when we, when we've grown out our podcast enough, who's the peak guest? Best person to have on, um, you know, so I can't say the best person cause I mean, they've all been amazing. Um, I don't have any bad guests, but I will say, I mean, yeah, you know, best like conversations to have, um, maybe Don Dixon and Jewel Burks. So those are two, um, entrepreneurs, um, that have done amazing things. Jewel like sold her company to Amazon in her twenties, <laughs> uh, which is nuts. And she works at uh, Google now leading their um, Google for startups division in the U S um, Don is bootstrapped entrepreneur, super hard worker has launched um, like, you know, three successful companies still killing it still to this day. Like we'll share our stuff um, and is super supportive. Um, and the conversations were great. You know, Don was really preaching, you know, your network is your net worth and really surround yourself with the best people. And to hear Jules story about how the hell she sold her company to Amazon. I mean, it's nuts. I, I feel like, you know, those were, uh, you know, quality wise, like good interviews, like for everybody. And we really enjoyed having those ones. Wait, your question, wasn't it? Uh, well, no, yeah, that, 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 that wasn't quite my question, but I like the answer though. Uh, it's, right. it's, it's, it's in the future. I oh, wasn't, I didn't even hear it was, it was, it was, it was a good answer. I wasn't, I wasn't going to be like bad. It was good. What you're asking right. you in the future, in the future, you gave a great answer. You get, right. you get, you gave such a, such a, such a well, such like an articulate answer though. So I couldn't be mad at it. Hey, next time that happens, just interrupt me. <laughs> no, I loved it. I was, I was on board. I was on board. What's yours though, Michael? Uh, for which question now? <laughs> it's the, future, question. the future, the future, you in know, the per future. Per okay. perfect world, perfect world. Who's, who's like, who's the ultimate guest you want? Got it. You know, I've always, uh, wanted to see somebody like, um, like Elon Musk or something like that, where, what could you really say about his twenties right now? You don't really know much about his twenties. He was kind of, you know, but like, that's what it is. Like right now you yeah. sitting at this table or whatever you want to call it because we're on zoom. Uh, we couldn't necessarily say what he was doing in his 20s. We know what he was doing now, and we know that he joined uh, joined he joined uh, Tesla way back when they had uh, st not nearly started, but in the early days is when he had joined. So it's really interesting to kind of see that and then where he was. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> You're going with Elon Musk as well, Landon. Yes, I am. Wow, that that's unoriginal right there. Sure. You know, I think great. Like, I mean, obviously, I loved how month passed, but specifically for like in their twenties, uh, Larry David. He he wasn't famous until he was. He didn't like Seinfeld didn't hit. That was his first big hit. That he was forty. Yeah. That would be a really good one too. Kevin about the strip yeah. one stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, we'll for make, me, we'll make it happen. <laughs> make it happen. For me, it's all about comedy. I I just go to comedy. That's why I'm like Chappelle. You know. <laughs> 
Although Chappelle was already doing stand up in his 20s. He was already that, famous that by, that, by that time. That would What's be that? Like, Yeah, I, I know. I'd love to have Chappelle on. I know. So, uh, think, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think a lot of those comedians were just kind of, you know, hard in the work back then, like doing shows, you know, maybe having a regular day job, but then doing those shows at night and really just trying to curate who they are and what they want to do. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, comedians, I, I do some comedy and, comedians are just cut different too like they're just like comedians tend to be the type of people who often were like outcasts not all the time i don't want to say this but like often never like outcasts kids on some level they were they were different in some ways so i, I think that would also be interesting just to be like because because you always wonder well, what makes someone want to be a comedian you know yeah. And, yeah. I, and i and i still struggle with that answer you know i, I just say that three people told me i should do it and i did it Love that not not, not like I mean that's kind of true, but there's more to yeah. than that. So when you look, when you guys, I, I mean, do you feel like now that you've done, I think you've done, I don't be wrong, twenty episodes? No, wait, I'm, is that right? Mixing in like the just like other interviews we've had that uh, we haven't you know published yet, I'd say we were very close to the cusp of forty. Forty? Why did I? Why did I say twenty? I, I looked it up right before you came on too, and I just, and I just yeah. couldn't remember. Those might be. Uh, with with the 40 episodes you've done published or not do you feel like you just you feel like you just know so much more you have so much more wisdom in your soul now fuck yeah i mean yeah 100 percent. yeah no it's <laughs> yeah, good uh, i mean that's that's literally why uh, i was saying that we're just super grateful to be doing this and i'd even you know urge anybody to start a podcast it's super easy you don't need to have like people on like better or work you can literally just be talking about you know yourself and like what you do and you know, having your it's, it's it's not saturated at all either. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I think just like for a few super reasons, saturated. To build your brand and uh, learn something like the sky's the limit. So no, I've learned a lot from doing it. Did you guys read the article on LinkedIn today? I'm sorry, Michael. Good. No, go ahead. No, it's, 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 another to- it's another topic. Oh, you agree? Okay. Uh, <laughs> did you guys read the article on LinkedIn about podcasts today? No, which one? It was like it was like an op-ed piece. Like, don't like give it too much stock. Basically, okay. it's like it's like a one percent or ninety-nine percent or thing where like one per- the top one percent are pulling in the ninety-nine percent of downloads. Really? Wow. That's but but it looks like it's. Changing. I believe that. I believe it. Yeah. But it looks like it's changing because the, the podcasting landscape is is. That's good. It's going in a different direction. So your your podcast. I don't know if your podcast would technically be considered short form, but they are short interviews. So what what was the process behind saying let's let's keep them short? Do you want to talk about the early days, Michael? I I don't know where you're going with the early days. I'm not sure. Um, I I've, I have an idea in my mindset why it's shorter, but go well, go for it. Go for it. I don't know. <laughs> I was just gonna say I I would say, I, in my opinion I would say that we do have like a shorter pot uh, shorter kind of uh, platform here because. We both want it to be available to the people watching. So we don't want it to be something that's going to, you know, take up a lot of their time. But at the same time, we speak with a lot of people who don't have a lot of time. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, when we're speaking with somebody who's the, you know, the CEO of this company or, you know, owns this franchise, does that, we can't be like, hey, can we get an hour of your time? Because they'll be like, I, no, I don't. I don't have an hour. Yeah, they're like, what are you, what are you talking about? I don't have an hour. Uh, so we try and go for more of the short form. Yeah. What were you yeah. going to say? 
No, I mean, that, that was well said. Oh. We have an interview coming up, for example, with the most powerful woman in banking. Like, so she is the CTO of Bank of America. Uh, wow. She's like 10K plus employees. Like, I mean, so my point is like, that's like 30 minutes cut off. Like, um, but when I was talking about the early days, I meant, um, you know, in the beginning, uh, we went for like really, really short, uh, super short to the point. Where oh, they were like four minutes long, some of them. Yeah, yeah. So we would record like the full interview and then we would split it up by questions. Um, purely because, you know, as Michael said, um, um, and then also to add on to it, like asking for someone's attention, like, you know, it, it's, it's a big ask, you know, uh, for someone to like sit down and listen or watch something, um, you know, they got to really like uh, be in love with the brand or, you know, like really be curious or about what this person did. So we felt that, uh, you know, at the beginning, we really wanted to make them as short as possible just to get people to watch them. Um, but now, I mean, while we do, you know, still range anywhere between, I'd say 15 to like 45 minutes, depending on the person we're speaking with. Uh, we always try and shoot for that shorter range and just get to the point. Yeah, I've been, some people have told me my podcasts are too long. Um, I don't, I, I, pr- I haven't even been able to figure out like the sweet spot. Yeah. Of like podcasting. Need to rush. I mean, we're, we're no. still, you know, changing stuff up. Every the, now yeah, yeah. The fun part is, I mean, fun, whatever you want to, maybe not fun, but like, is that at first there's so much trial and error and you're just like, all right, I'm going to try this. And then it probably won't wear. I think, okay, what's next? Yeah. Right. That's a, and, that's that, and that's it. So you guys are in the first year of, uh, you know, producing, making this podcast. What, this is a question for both of you. What are your, uh, like, long-term goals when you, th- when you think about this in, in their 20s? Yeah. Um, so we do have some you know pretty cool news to share actually i'd say like one of the biggest goals for this year um was to get a brand partnership going with like another larger company um that um you know reflects our values that we'd want to work with um, and we have been you know connecting with a few other companies and we're looking to finalize something with a company called upkey um they're in the career readiness uh, startup space um but with this being said, we're going to be um, joining this thing called a virtual internship program, and they're going to be placing 10 interns at our company uh, to kind of help us grow a little bit. Um, so that's super cool and something that we're looking forward to. So, uh, you know, to know that we already accomplished or coming close to accomplishing, you know, the big goal one for us and leading the other cool things to help us grow has been really um, great so far. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that was obviously one of the most vital things that took place uh, in our first year of uh, podcasting. But their goal or idea that we had was uh, just kind of like, how, how are we going to build our brand, right? How are we going to, in different ways, kind of build it? So outside of that, inter- the internships we uh, have given out and the 10 interns that we are going to end up getting, you know, from there, what do we want to do next? So right there that kind of helps us build our brand you know we want different pieces on our spotify on our youtube we want you know what are these people talking about what are these people talking about we we just want we kind of want more more in the same genre though right so still in their 20s uh which is great because internships interns they're usually in their 20s or 18 19 20. um so it works out perfect uh, and these these characters in their twi- or I don't know if you want to call them characters, but these people in their twenties, uh, <laughs> I think, would be you know just a great asset to us as as we move forward. Yeah. 
Well, first of all, congratulations. That That is huge. Thanks, man. Uh, I don't know if you saw my face when, you know, when you were saying that, Landon. Uh, that's really something. So when you look at in your 20s as like as an, as an overall brand, you know, obviously right now it's a podcast. You know, you have a website, you have LinkedIn, but it's a podcast. Is there something more in the future, you know, where you extend it beyond podcasting, where you still do podcasting, but there's more to it? hundred percent. I mean, I think there's a lot of different opportunities to either, you know, collaborate with other content creators, continue to, um, you know, work with different platforms. Um, regardless, I think we need to just focus on our mission and that's helping people in their twenties, um, you know, by sharing stories about what people did in their twenties and, you know, whoever wants to listen and watch, you know, it's literally for everybody, but, uh, you know, we're going to continue to be sharing these stories, uh, one way or another. Um, and hopefully share some guidance of uh, what people can be doing during this time or, you know, as they grow, uh, what they need to do to find success. So, wow, 10 interns. 10. 10, 10, are these these (laughs) full-time interns? We haven't shared anything yet besides, you know, with close friends, but uh, I assume by the time this goes live, uh, we'll have already made that. In three days, so. That's fine, yeah, we're going to be uh, announcing (laughs) it's <laughs> like you should know in the case it's too soon uh are, are these full-time interns these part-time interns i mean you know interns um we're gonna just have um different roles for them uh, they're gonna be learning a lot about business development podcasting content creation um we're just super super excited um you know we're still in shock um but again you know we've continued to just strategize and have goals and plans for ourselves and you know finding ways to get there so I'd say no matter what you're doing, making a podcast, making a company, trying to do better, you know, at a hobby, a job, when you just set goals for yourself um, and the ways to actually get there, um, that's how you can really manifest these goals. That's, that, that's, that's really, that's really impressive. Within your first year to sign a sponsor, a, a brand partnership, right? With, with yeah. a company and get, and get in 10 interns. That's, I mean, that, that's incredible. Cause like, you know, when I when I think about my first year, and I'm, I'm only at it for was it January, so about four months, four months in a week, in, in one week. Um, you know, I don't think at all about brand partnerships like 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 that. I'm just like, all right, I'm like, who's who's the guest for next week? Like, let's worry about that right now. You know, so you guys are moving really quickly. So congratulations, uh, this amazing. So before before we finish here, uh, now that you both are full of wisdom from. 40 or so interviews unpublished and published what what advice do we want to give out to in there's anyone honestly like you don't you don't need to target it yeah um michael do you want to go first or should i go first um i could go first that's fine okay. uh, i would say you know the the advice i would give is to really be passionate about what you're doing um i know it is a tough time to you know, with all the job loss we have in America right now to kind of, you know, take that glimpse of inspiration that you have and maybe go outside of your line of career and do something. Um, It it is kind of difficult in that way. However, I do think that, you know, if you have that inspiration, if you have that mindset that's getting you, you know, to something you want to do or something you want to be, you know, continue at it, whether it's, five minutes on the side or, you know, however long on the side of your job, or maybe it is your job, you know, maybe your passion is your job and that's something you really want to achieve or go out there and 
break records or you know do do whatever you want um that's really what I, I i would say is my advice is do what you're passionate about and do it in what realm you seem pot it seems possible love that great advice yeah um so i do like this question a lot because you know the best advice literally just comes from experiences and after michael and i have you know interviewed close to 40 people to hear about their experiences uh, you know we feel like Buddha now because we have all these you know great pieces of advice I'm constantly looking for like commonalities between our interviews I'd say like the biggest one that stands out is to um, really just not care so much in your 20s um, not, so don't want to say that and make people think okay like oh, don't care meaning like just do nothing no I mean like you know the best creators the best entrepreneurs we've spoken to best athletes uh, they always had critics telling them, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be getting involved with this. Uh, that's never going to do well. Um, but they continued to just not listen to what, you know, critics um, were saying. Um, didn't care in that sense and just pursued their passion. So I'll connect that then to Michael's. Um, if you don't care and just focus on who you are, what you want to do, um, you know, that's when you can find true success in your 20s. And we've seen that too. And of course, there are so many people um, that, didn't think this would be a good idea. Um, continuously will want to see us fail, but we're not slowing down. We're not stopping anytime soon um, because we don't care in that sense. <laughs> we, we have our goals. We have our mission. Uh, we know what we want to do. We have our plans for this. And, um, you know, there's no need to stop. Uh, if, if, if I may add off, off just that little piece right there, I would say for me, from my own experience, you know, as, as I build the brand that is Max Hearing, uh, if, once I started like getting on social media and just posting more often and just, you know, like, because I, I really wasn't all active on it before that, like suddenly, you know, there's no time to care. Yeah. Suddenly, exactly. like, well, suddenly the more you, the more, you know, you have, you have to ease yourself into it, but like the more you do it, the, the easier it gets. And then suddenly you're like, yeah, I'll shamelessly plug whatever I want to shamelessly plug. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it. Oh, sure. <laughs> no, that's obviously. Really... Sorry, what's that? No, that's it. I mean, that's literally like well said. I mean, you just get you know comfortable with what you want to do, the content you want to put out, posting as often as you can. But um, you know, when you find your niche, because um, of course, you know, Max people probably go to your page to see specific things too, uh, whether it's like a laugh or you know learn new things. Um, same with Michael and I. You know, people go to in their twenties to um, you know they have specific reasons for viewing it. Um, but in order to get there, you need to just, you know, not care what people think and could think, um, you know, just really care about what you think and close family and friends. I think that's the best advice. People who will give you the best advice and, you know, have your best interests in mind. But from there, you got to just keep going in that direction. And sometimes, and sometimes you do need it, even, even from the people that, you know, you care about and who help you. Sometimes you do need to take what they say with a grain of salt. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes they're just too far away. It's not their fault. They're just, they're just too far away to give you like what you, to give you the advice you need or like whatever, do whatever. So sometimes you, you know, even with the people who you generally listen to, you may need to take a step back at times. Yeah. So it does happen. Okay. Now, uh, thank you guys for coming on so much. Thank you for me bother both of you. My first interview with two people. So yeah, it worked out well. It, it was, yeah. I was like, oh, how's it going to work? But I figured it out. We all, we all figured it out. <laughs> uh where where can we find you guys the podcast whatever you want to plug where can we find it um so we're across all platforms instagram youtube tiktok spotify apple podcasts twitter anything that has something we have it 
um, and it's in their 20s um, across all platforms. Um, you can check out our interviews again, as I mentioned, on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Um, check out our daily inspirational content on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, find us, check us out, and you won't be disappointed. And you guys specifically. Yes. And so, yeah, my Instagram is Landon, Landon, Landon three times because one time was uh, taken. Just, it's just <laughs> not enough, you know. And then I think my Instagram is Michael P. Holmes 98 because there's a lot of Michael Holmes in this world. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Michael Holmes in America. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so find them on in their 20s uh, at everywhere. I mean, you guys, have, I, I really like the LinkedIn presence you guys have. Thank you. Out of your future, oh, LinkedIn, you. future LinkedIn influencers over here. It's a big deal. Yes. <laughs> so follow, find them anywhere at in their 20s, the website in their 20s.com. Yeah, in their 20s.com, LinkedIn, YouTube. Literally everywhere. And follow them, Landon, 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 and Michael P. Holmes 98. And for myself, follow Bothering Strangers on Instagram at Bothering Strangers and Max Herring on Instagram. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Landon and Mike, Michael, for coming on. And everyone, stay safe. Awesome.